the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You may have heard, as the 2024 presidential election season gets an early start, that the Democrats are deeply committed to democracy, to protecting democracy, uh, to protecting it from Donald Trump, to protecting it from uh, from you and me, uh, who are extreme uh, in our political beliefs. And I thought it would be interesting today uh, to talk about democracy and what Democrats are doing to uh, protect democracy. Uh, And we're going to talk, and I know we're in the weeds when we talk about state politics here in Ohio, but I talk about it because it's important. We're going to talk today about something that's like really in the weeds. State politics, not in Ohio, but in Kansas, where the clearest demonstration yet of how, raising my right hand because I'm totally serious, truly committed Democrats are to protecting democracy was revealed or has been revealed over the past uh, weeks and days. Uh, Given the way the Democratic Party has reacted to a lone Democratic legislator who made possible the override of a governor's veto, which without it would have allowed transgender athletes to play women's sports in Kansas. But because that black Democratic legislator Marvin Robinson voted with Republicans in Kansas, uh, girls in Kansas now need not worry about biological men, and there is no other kind of man, uh, being in their locker room, on their sports teams. And just trust me, the Democrats are, uh, well, they're reacting, but not in a way that you would think someone would react if they wanted to truly protect democracy. I will get to that. Shortly, but first, welcome to a Friday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show, uh, where we treasure and elevate truth, beauty, and virtue, because those are the enduring things of God. They will triumph over everything eventually, if not at this particular moment in time. Uh, Speaking of things that are not true being said, uh, we are close, 10 minutes away, from Mayor Andrew Ginther. And uh, law director Zach Klein, and I'm sure some other uh, Democratic liars, holding a press conference downtown about crime, guns, murder, and the like. Uh, That little dog and pony show will be awash in all kinds of untruths. And as it develops, we will bring to you, uh, I'm sure, Andrew Ginther's uh, utter outright disgust over the fact that at this time a year ago, the city had um, about half as many murders as we've had so far this year. 
Uh, it will not be Andrew Ginther's fault. It will be somebody's fault. It will not be his fault. It will not be the fault of his administration. It will not be the fault of his city council, of his police chief, who he brought in from Detroit. Uh, it will not be anybody's fault down there. Uh, but it will be unacceptable and not tolerated because, of course, gun violence, not gang violence, gun violence is, because Andrew Ginther said it is, a public health emergency. He has declared it to be so. Uh, Joe Biden... Yesterday at the White House, uh, held a press conference where he did not have a cheat sheet in front of him uh, with the picture of the person who would ask the question and the question on his uh, note card. And I got to say, uh, being a journalist, um, I get uncomfortable. I've, I've been made uncomfortable over the years being a reporter. I'm not a reporter anymore. I'm a talk show host. But when I was a reporter, it always it always made me uncomfortable when um, a reporter came to a press conference with a preconceived idea and treated their interview subject uh, mercilessly. Uh, we're not kind. We're not fair. Uh, we're not uh, even-handed in how they treated uh, the interview sh- subject, and I got to say, yesterday at the White House, uh, the press corps that put Joe Biden through it was uh, just was really, really unfair to ask him a question this hard that he was completely and uh, totally unprepared for is, uh, in my view, uh, completely unacceptable. I have six grandchildren, and I'm crazy about them. And I speak to them every single day. Not a joke. Uh oh, when he says not a joke, that's a tell. It usually means he's lying, and the press were not fooled. Uh, the hard bitten, uh, embattled reporters in the White House press corps heard him say not a joke, and it triggered a follow up question. Where are your Where are your um, grandsons or granddaughters? We're okay. Her name is Amelia. She wants to know where my granddaughters are. One granddaughter lives in, in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia. One granddaughter lives in New York. One granddaughter lives in Washington. One granddaughter lives in Wilmington, Delaware. And the other grandsons, uh, my, my grandson lives in California. I left somebody out, didn't I? Anyway. Philadelphia, Wilmington, and I did say five. You're right. So let me see. I got one in New York, two in Philadelphia. There's a three. No, three, because I got one granddaughter who is, I don't know. (laughs) You're confusing me, but they're all around. Wilmington, California, New York, and Philadelphia, the cities they live in. How many of you are grandparents out there? Uh, how many of you know how many grandchildren you have and can name their names and where they live? Uh, that press corps, you thought, well, how old was that reporter? Uh, that took place yesterday at the White House on uh, Bring Your Kid to Work Day. So those were the children of the reporters in the White House press corps. Asking Biden those searingly difficult questions like, how many grandchildren do you have? Wait, you named five. You said you had six. And then he couldn't name the sixth. And actually, 
He has seven. <laughs> he has seven grandchildren. Of course, the seventh he does not acknowledge because the seventh is his grandchild by Hunter Biden's former stripper girlfriend. That's why Hunter's been hiding out at the White House so process servers can't find him to serve him with child support alimony papers. But he couldn't even remember the six he acknowledges. Now, this is kind of odd in that this weird circumstance occurs days after they released a video announcing Biden wants to be president again in 2024 through 2028. And they are assuring us that at 82 years old, even though he did the announcement on a video, not a live announcement, not where he took questions. And then they came out the next day and said, no, no, he's capable of taking questions. He takes all kinds of questions. He take remember, uh, what, two, a couple weeks ago, he takes shouted questions. Shouted! Hey, Joe! What about the dead ceiling? And he stumbles and bumbles away. He doesn't an- He takes them. He didn't say he answers them. He said he takes them. Now you're getting credit for questions you take. And then when you finally do get a question from a kid about the number of grandchildren you have, uh, but that wasn't all. Uh, there was more. The last country I've traveled, I'm drinking once with the last one I was in. I, I've, I've been to 89, I met with 89 heads of state so far. So uh, I'm trying to think, what was the last, where was the last place I was? It's hard to keep track. Um, I was, I, I mean, yeah, you're right, Ireland. That's where it was. How'd you know that? This is so embarrassing. And really, more than embarrassing, it's dangerous beyond belief. Here's the end of Joe Biden's 23 minutes with the kids yesterday. And you got to know, this kid who says this has got to be like the daughter of a Democrat, okay? Because this kid is playing the role the Easter Bunny played like a year ago. When the Easter Bunny came, whoa, Joe, over here, over here. Tell me this kid is not a Democrat's kid. Please have a fist bump. Mr. President, I heard you have to get back to the Oval Office. Get out of here, Joe. Go home. You're saying stupid stuff. Oh. Hi, how are you? Hi. You, what did you say to you? I said you have to get back to the... I heard you had to get back to the Oval Office. I'm sure she heard that. Mom By said, the way, the one thing I thought office. when I got to be president, I'd get to give orders. But I take more orders than I ever did, and you're right. Babe. What's your name? Yeah. Yeah. He's at, that's might be the only thing he said since he became president that's true. Is that when he thought he was going when he was going to be president, he thought he was going to be able to give orders, and he got in there and he's a ventriloquist dummy. He's a puppet. He's a husk. He's a hologram. He is not really alive. He just takes orders. All right, I talk a lot about the lie, the lunacy, the idiocy, the demonic nature of the transgender ideology. I have said many times, and it is demonstrated by the fact that transgender ideology is now a thing in our schools, in our public debate, that the left never holds a victory party. They win, they keep going. They don't even stop, they don't even pause to celebrate. They just keep on going. 
of course, years and years ago, it was the uh, lesbian and gay agenda. And it was uh, just accommodate us, right? Just accommodate, just, 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 just recognize us, just, just accommodate us. Uh, then it was celebrate us. Uh, we'd like, uh, we'd like, a, we'd like a gay pride day, which became gay pride week, which now has become gay pride month. So accommodate us, celebrate us. And now it's indoctrinate us into culture at all levels. And then pretty much got it. You got gay marriage, you got gay adoption, but they never hold a victory party. They got to keep going. They got to keep pushing. So they got gay marriage, said they'd never want gay marriage. They got gay marriage. So they got to keep going. What's beyond that? Let's push the envelope. I know. Let's just totally take God clear out of the equation. Let's say we can create a woman from a man, a man from a woman. You feel like a man. You feel like a woman. Your sex is the opposite of what you feel. doesn't matter. You are what you think you are. And this is sucking a ton of kids into this social contagion. And because the left never holds a victory party, they don't just say it. Now they want to surgically make it so. They want to cut the healthy breast tissue off girls. They want to refashion genitalia. They want to cut genitalia off boys. They want to give them chemicals to castrate them and permanently sterilize them and interrupt their puberty. It's an evil, vile thing. And it's become, I believe, our Omaha Beach moment as a culture. Because if they can indoctrinate our kids, teach our kids in schools things that we do not and never will believe or share or endorse as parents, well, then we lose. (laughs) We lose. Uh, We get overrun in a way that uh, would be, in my view, worse than being overrun by Nazis in that If you're not even allowed to think what you want to think, if you're not allowed to raise your own children the way you want to raise them, well, that is the most unpleasant existence that there could possibly be. So I was heartened. And the Democrats are all in on this, by the way. They're all in on it. You'll notice when there's some kind of a bill up to uh, firewall women's sports or women's spaces from the invasion of men who masquerade as women, You'll notice that it's all Republicans who vote to protect women, and it's all Democrats who vote to imperil women. And it's always positioned as, oh, look at, look at how mean the Republicans are toward the fake women, toward the trans women. Look at how mean they are. The people never brought up, never accounted for in that equation are the actual women who far outnumber the people invading their spaces and threatening them. And there are Myriad stories out there of perverts and pedophiles who are masquerading as women. They go into women's prisons because they're stupid states like Washington and Oregon and California that'll say, oh, yeah, you murdered somebody. Oh, you're a biological man. Oh, but you're a woman. I guess we got to put you in a women's prison. And then what do you know? Women in the prison show up pregnant or raped. But yesterday in Kansas, finally, one Democrat summoned the courage to say, No, this is stupid. This makes no sense. I'm not voting for this. And because Marvin Robinson did that, a black man, a Democrat, he sided with Republicans, and they overrode the veto of Kansas' governor, and they now have protected women in Kansas from an invasion into their locker rooms and their sports. Governor Laura Kelly had twice vetoed 
the attempt by Republicans to ingrain protections for women in law. There just weren't enough Republicans in the legislature to override her veto. And yesterday, two Republicans joined with Democrats, but thankfully, Democrat Marvin Robinson joined with Republicans. Without his vote, the override of her veto would not have happened. And so, this is not a big deal in Kansas, right? I mean, nobody's nobody's mad at Marvin Robinson. Nobody's the least bit upset with Marvin Robinson because, because of course, Democrats are all about protecting democracy, right? They want all the different voices they can get. They've been a marketplace of ideas. They're always like, democracy, democracy, democracy. Uh, Allow me to read from the Kansas Reflector. Robinson's vote sparked outrage among Democrats who felt betrayed. State party officials issued a statement calling for Robinson to resign. Brandy Armstrong is the chair of the Kansas Democratic Party's LGBTQIA poop emoji caucus. If Representative Robinson is going to allow hate to overrule his commitment to Democratic values, he needs to step aside and let a real Democrat represent his district. You see, the people protecting democracy factor through their prism of how you vote, whether or not you are a real Democrat. You have to vote a certain way to be a real Democrat. You have to be voting a certain way to be really black, Marvin Robinson. Remember Joe Biden said, you don't vote for me, you vote for Trump. You you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Uh, More from Brandy, the uh, gay caucus leader. Democrats barely have representation in Kansas as it is. Uh, That would be democracy in action, Brandy. That would be people voting for the people they think will represent them right. Uh, Robinson is a first-term state legislator from a district where 80% or more of the vote routinely favors Democrats. But in recent weeks, Robinson increasingly voted with Republicans on a wide range of issues. Listen to these issues. Including anti-abortion bills. Imagine a black man voting against something that disproportionately affects the black community. What is wrong with you, Marvin Robinson? He also voted for vouchers for private schools. wonder if the schools in... Kansas City and Topeka are as bad as they are in Dayton and Columbus and Cincinnati. That might be why Marvin Robinson voted for vouchers for private schools. And he also voted for a women's bill of rights (laughs) that blocks transgender people from public spaces. Um, Then the head of the Democratic Party in Kansas says, the Democratic Party in Kansas is a big tent with diversity in political thought and approaches. Republicans excommunicate party members for endorsing positions that the GOP leadership dislikes. That's what you're trying to do. That's what you're trying to do. It sounds to me like Marvin Robinson is exercising his diversity in political thought because he's a black man serving in a blue district trying to do things that he thinks black women, particularly black young women in sports and in locker rooms... (laughs) need for their protection and you're trying to get him out of the party so much democracy protection three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.